Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey girlies, welcome to another app. It's me, Breed, and I'm here with a quick episode today. This is a short one, and it's just a pocket of wisdom that I'm passing on to you guys. It's actually based off of a conversation I just had when recording a one-to-one, sorry, a, um, a podcast episode with a group coaching alumni. She said something that inspired me to share this little pocket of wisdom before I jump in. One quick little announcement. So in case you haven't seen on my Instagram, I have launched, I have shared that I am hosting a workshop series. So it's a five part series. It's going to be spread over five months. So each month you're going to get one part of the series and you can join one of them. You can join the third one. You can join all of them. It's totally up to you. The first part of this workshop series is kicking off is on Feb 5th at 4 p.m. London or UK time. If you're interested, pop that date in your diaries and hop to the show notes because there's going to be a link in there for you to grab your spot and sign up. It's just £30, literally like the price of a takeaway, but it is going to be an hour and a half, an hour and a half jam-packed with information to help you stop binge eating. So the whole purpose of this workshop series is I want to give you guys the most condensed important information that I have noticed in helping so many women stop binge eating and learn to love their bodies again. Find that food freedom. So the goals help you stop binge eating, learn to love your body again, and find food freedom. Be relaxed and in control around food again. So I've condensed everything I've learned from working with so many women, finding, noticing all of these patterns and commonalities, the things, the tools that really, really move the needle the most. So I have I have created the five part series. The first part is going to be really diving into the why behind binging. Why do we binge and identifying what your triggers are and starting to impart my knowledge, those tools that will help you address, address your triggers. And regarding the other four parts of the series, that's a little bit of a secret, but I will give you guys more info as each one comes along. So As I said, if you're interested, hit the link in the show notes to grab your spot. Feb 5th, let's do this. Okay, now into the episode. What I want to go through or talk about is just this idea of learning to look inwards again instead of looking outwards. So when you are stuck in this whole binge eating, disordered eating, hating your body space, Over the years or the months, you totally lose trust in yourself. You lose sight of who you even are, like what you even think about yourself, what you even like to eat, because you're so stuck in this snowball of a mess that you're, you're desperate. You're looking for other people's opinions and help. Other people's like what I eat in a day kind of things, other diets, what they say you should do, other fitness models, how they got their body and how you can get it too. So in that state of 
fear and loss of control and things spiraling, you you don't trust yourself anymore and you start looking outwards all the time. You lose complete trust in yourself and you lose sight of your intuition, that inner knowing, your inner truth, who you really are underneath all of these layers that have built up over the years, all of the internalized messages around what you feel like your body needs to look like, what it should look like. So what I'm saying is on this journey of recovery, really work to stop looking outwards. They are not you. I know when I was really in it, I would not have listened to this kind of comment because I would have just been like, no, 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 no. Like we're all humans. We're all the same species. Like we're all pretty much the same. That whole you know, everyone's unique, everyone's body is different. It's just an excuse for people to not get the body that they, they really want. That's what I would tell myself. But I'm telling you that your body is different to everyone's. Like you are so unique in trying to copy or what someone else does. You're not ever going to get the exact same results. Your body is different. Your age, your muscle mass, your fat, your goals, your genetics, your history, so much is different. And even even like your taste in food is different. Like when you hop on a diet plan or someone gives you this meal plan, it's not accustomed to your taste or whatever someone's eating on their what I eat in a day and you try to copy it. Like they're not you. They don't love the same foods. They don't hate the same foods as you do. They don't get the same level of satiation from one food as you do. Like someone might one day at lunch, like crave badly some salad full of like veggies, grilled veggies and like a really good um, dressing or something. And that's like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed. I just needed this like, this burst of freshness and that, that like nourishment, like I've been craving that. Someone else one day might be like, I really need, I just really want a burger. Like I want a burger and fries. That's what's going to make me feel satiated in this moment. So the more that we divert from what we really want it's disrespecting like our body's needs in that moment and that can even continue the cycle of binging because you try to copy someone and have a smoothie for breakfast or something but you actually wanted avocado and toast you're probably going to binge later because even if it wasn't physically restrictive maybe it was I don't know even mentally there's that perceived feeling of like I didn't really get what I wanted like I didn't I didn't feel full and satiated from that So remembering that everything about you is unique. You are unique. So we've got to respect our own self, our desires, our needs. Come back to that because it's been something that you've probably ignored for quite some time, not trusted, felt like was even a threat. Like your inner desires are a threat. Your desire to want chocolate after dinner each night is a threat. And it's something that I need to get rid of and just copy what someone else does. Coming back to self-respect is major. Something else about continuously looking outwards, comparison and copying and what are they doing? What am I doing wrong? It's wasting your goddamn time. Like it's distracting you so much from your own truth. It's distracting you from living your life, focusing on bigger, better things. The more you're analyzing what people are thinking of you and your bikini, what you feel like, they think of you with your eating disorder, like it's, there's nothing to be gained, it's distracting you. And yes, it can be this whole like looking outwards, 
people-pleasing comparison can be a safety mechanism. It's what you've learned to make yourself feel safe, potentially. If you can overanalyze and figure out what people want from you, what they'll think is sexy on you to wear, what your body should look like in their eyes and that they'll like you more for, it's a safety mechanism. It makes sense. Like if we could just analyze and figure out what everyone wants from us, we can make everyone happy and we can be loved. And that's all we really want. We just want that safety and being accepted by the tribe per se. So it's a safety mechanism, but we don't, we don't need it. It's basically a result of, you know, this snowball effect of overtime, dieting, failing, losing trust in yourself, um, comparing yourself to others. It's, it's just a loss of trust in yourself. So how can we break that cycle and learn to feel safe in who we are? Catch yourself in those moments of comparison, looking outwards, telling yourself, oh, maybe I won't choose the burger because everyone else at the table chose a salad. I won't get dessert because no one else is. It's catching yourself in those moments and being like, wait a second, I... that." I want the dessert (laughs) and it doesn't matter if no one else is having the dessert. I want it. So in doing those moments, you are choosing you. Choose you. Oh my God. That just reminded me of if anyone's ever seen it, Grey's Anatomy, you know, like the classic, pick me, choose me, (laughs) love me. (laughs) Um, But choose you, love you, pick you. No one knows you better than you know you. That, that even relates to, so backtrack a second. So no one knows you better than you know you. That's not to say that you have to figure this all out on your, on your own because only you know you best. It's okay to get help. It's okay to have external resources, but know that, find the resources first of all that aren't basically telling you like, do this and you'll get my body or eat this, you'll get my body. Find resources that fit the direction you want to take yourself and your journey in. And also remember, even if, so if you work with someone like me, okay, when I coach someone, it's all, it's literally all about me mirroring back to them, their true self, their higher self, like the best version of them that they want to get to, get back to, like return to the true them. Like you were when you were a kid and you just ate what you wanted and you went with the flow and you didn't care if you tripped and fell, whatever, like you didn't care what people thought. You were just so in the moment, like choosing you. So I mirror back to my clients, them. I'm not telling them like, you should do this. I think you should do that. I can give them guidance, but ultimately it's me saying, it's me asking a lot of questions. Like what do what does your intuition say? Like, what do you actually want? How can we continue to respect your desires and your hunger cues and what you want? So to recap, on the recovery journey, focus on looking inwards more. Return to your inner desires, your body's needs, what you want on your path right now. Let go of all the distractions, all the comparison, worrying about what other people are doing or how you can look more like them or what they're going to think of you. Break that whole chain. Catch yourself in the moments when you are falling into those ways. Pull out of it and choose you. Okay, guys, that's it for this quickie. I'll see you guys again on Thursday. Have an amazing rest of your day. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, 
change someone's day, change their mood or even their life, be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at, at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.